Welcome to the Relationship Diversity Podcast, where we celebrate, question, and explore all aspects of relationship structure diversity, from soloramory to monogamy to polyamory and everything in between, because every relationship is as unique as you are. We'll bust through societal programming to break open and dissect everything we thought we knew about relationships, to ask the challenging but transformational questions, who am I and what do I really want in my relationships? I'm your guide, Carrie Jaroslow, best-selling author, speaker, intuitive, and coach. Join me as we reimagine all that our most intimate relationships can become. An empath. For those of you who don't know what that is, it's a person who feels thoughts, emotions, and images in their body system and in their energy system on a very deep level. It's how I do my intuitive readings. I can feel what other people feel or have experienced. I get a lot of non physical information from the sense of feeling. I had never heard this term when I was 12 years old, and my home life became completely chaotic. Compared to my life BD, before divorce, it felt like a war zone. My parents were yelling at each other and even pushing each other. My brother was yelling, trying to protect my mom. I sat in the corner screaming and crying. I had never even heard them argue before this, so the contrast was jolting. My mother had to take on a retail commission job that was cutthroat competitive. She would come home and we would both sit on the bed counting up her receipts. It was great when she made money, but when she didn't or she had a lot of returns, which always happened after the holidays, she would break down in tears. I wanted nothing more than for there to be peace at my house and with my family. So I began pulling all the emotion within me. I would try to help my mom feel better. I would try to be a good student and daughter, sometimes failing miserably. But I did my best to figure out who I was in this new scenario as my identity was forming. But all I ended up doing is being who I thought I should be. It was all on an unconscious level, but it began to be coded into my identity and it followed me into my relationships. I just wanted to be whatever I needed to be to not be broken up with. By the time I hit my 20s, I had little idea of who I was in relationship to men. I seemed to be clear about my career, and it showed up in the success I was experiencing, but I couldn't figure out who the guy I was with needed me to be so that he would want to stay with me. This completely unhealthy, unconscious way of being always led me right back to being broken up with. But I was able to shift this pattern and have a completely different experience with men. And it 100% came from me doing deep internal work, sometimes called shadow work dissecting the beliefs about myself that I thought were real and asking some super challenging questions. I went on a journey to know myself intimately, all parts of myself, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and I found that I was showing the world 
only about 20% of who I really was. As upsetting as this was, it made complete sense why my relationships played out the way they did. It was the beginning of calling back my power just in being who I was, liking what I liked, following ideas that inspired me. Many friendships fell away. I grieved the loss, but I knew this was important. New friendships entered my life. They felt more aligned with me, with like the authentic me. And now in my early 50s, my world is surrounded by loving, supportive, and compassionate people. It's sometimes scary to cultivate the relationship with yourself, to see things that you would prefer to never look at again. They can be buried, but they always live subconsciously through the lens you see your life through. For example, I remember seeing my mom go through so much heartache when she went from being a housewife, which she loved, to working a job she hated. I observed this at 13 years old and thought to myself, I will never let a man support me. I will be independent somehow, some way. And then I went about my life forgetting this very clear declaration to the universe. Fast forward to my first marriage. I supported my husband financially. I just looked at it like I had a great job that I loved and I happened to make a lot of money. He loved his work doing intuitive healings and told me from the beginning of our relationship that his income was not steady and that he was okay with it that way. He told me that he put a lot of energy out into his work and needed time to rest to be the best energy clearer, coach, intuitive that he could be. This resulted in a break from clients every few weeks. My relationship after my divorce was similar. He was a writer and got an incredible opportunity to write his memoir. I enjoyed being able to provide the space, house, and finances to support this project and support him, and I still had that well-paying job to do so. But I noticed that I started to become resentful as I thought about wanting to start a family. That's when I realized that a pattern was playing out in my relationships. And I wondered to myself, why do I always bring in the men who I have to support financially? I did a lot of deep introspection, questioning and asking. I had to dig deep in my subconscious. And out of nowhere, the memory of that declaration surfaced. This was a huge aha moment. When I opened myself up to the possibility of having a man support me, the fear was overwhelming. But I mustered up the courage, dove in, and learned to trust. Trust that I would be okay that I wasn't my mom, who, I had, who had never been able to support herself until she had to. I had to trust that I have and could again support myself if needed. I rewrote the story by looking at the fear head on and choosing a different way of looking at it. And not too soon after that, the man, who would become my second husband, came into my life seemingly out of nowhere. 
This is a man who was self-sufficient and had a strong desire to support his family. We ended up co-creating our family and how we each showed up in it. I was not my mom. I was my own self with different experiences, and that was a really important distinction. I found that knowing and accepting myself allowed my uniqueness to shine through. It, it makes us more radiant and attractive when we accept ourselves, and it becomes our internal barometer for every interaction. Now, add on to that the, the belief that we are always evolving and growing, and you've created the perfect environment for a fulfilling life. Now, here's a scenario how that can play out. Let's say that someone comes to me and asks me to help them with, their, with a project that they're working on. The unconscious wounded response goes like this. I respond from the unconscious belief that I just want to feel needed and wanted at any expense. So I say yes. I find out that their morals and beliefs are different than mine. They're more competitive and not super nice about it. I stay with the project and it eventually wears me down because it's so toxic and unaligned with my beliefs, although I'm unaware of this. I get sick and the person decides that I'm not helping and without telling me just stops interacting with me. I feel like I failed and feel even more unwanted. Now, the conscious response could look like this. I ask more about the project and learn more about the person. Something doesn't feel right to me. I use my intellect and intuition married with what I know about myself. I already feel needed and wanted by me, and I have cultivated this relationship with myself. I check in with my internal barometer and know that a competitive environment is not what I want, and it's actually not healthy for me. I consciously and compassionately tell this person that I'll pass on the opportunity, and I wish them all the best. Now, when we substitute the idea of exploring your relationship structure into this kind of scenario, knowing yourself is imperative. If you don't know yourself intimately, how will you know if a certain relationship structure resonates with you and your desires or if you're doing something just because your partner wants you to? How will you be able to communicate your true feelings to your partner or partners? How will you know when something really isn't right for you or if it's tied to a wound that you're wanting to heal? How will you know when you're needing internal time to process something or even how to process big, deep feelings? Because no matter which relationship structure you're in, I believe that all relationships are reflections of something that is going on within me. And I'm going to repeat that. I believe that all relationships are reflections of what is going on within me. Think back to the money story I shared earlier in the episode. This belief can be terrifying, but it can also be incredibly empowering because I take ownership of my story. 
I choose if I want to be conscious or unconscious, if I want to explore or hide. When looked at in this way, relationships can become the most beautiful way to become aware of what's really going on in our subconscious and what's coming up to be looked at and released. It invites you to be the co-creator of your life instead of a victim of your circumstance. And I believe this is really how we're meant to live our life. You may be saying, sounds great in theory, but how do I really get to know myself? We'll be going into that more in the next episode. Stay tuned and stay curious. Thank you for listening to the Relationship Diversity Podcast. Want to learn more about relationship diversity? I've got a free guide I'd love to send you. Go to www.relationshipdiversitypodcast.com to get your sent right to you. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe to the podcast. You being here and participating in the conversation about relationship diversity is what helps us create a space of inclusivity and acceptance together. The more comfortable and normal it is to acknowledge the vast and varied relating we all do, the faster we'll shift to a paradigm of conscious, intentional, and diverse relationships. New episodes are released every Tuesday and Thursday. Stay connected with me through my website, kerryjarislow.com, Instagram, and TikTok. Stay curious. Every relationship is as unique as you are. wondering why you never seem to find lasting fulfillment in your relationships? Or do you create the same kinds of relationship experiences over and over again? Can you never seem to find even one person who you want to explore a relationship with? Have you just given up hope altogether? If this sounds like you, my recent book, Why Do They Always Break Up With Me, is the perfect place to start. The foundation of any relationship, whether intimate or not, is the relationship we have with ourselves. In the book, I lead you through eight clear steps to start or continue your self-exploration journey. You'll learn about the importance of self-acceptance, gratitude, belief shifting, and forgiveness, and given exercises to experience these life-changing concepts. This is the process I use to shift my relationships from continual heartbreak to what they are now, fulfilling, soul-nourishing, compassionate, and loving. It is possible for you. This book can set you on a path to get there. Currently available through Amazon or through the link in the show notes.